0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh my goodness. Before I go any further, I have an apology to make. I can't believe I did it, but yesterday I forgot to say a fun fact. I had it there all ready and waiting. I'd looked one up and I still forgot to say it. I don't know what am I like? <laughs> I would forget my head if it wasn't screwed on. Sometimes I really would. But in my defence, it was very early in the morning and I've got a hay fever, as you can hear by my voice. And I keep sneezing and it's doing my head in. So it's hardly my fault. <laughs> oh, dear. <clears throat> Blame everybody else or everything else. Um. So, yeah, I am... So sorry, I actually had the fun fact there, ready to tell you. And I got so carried away telling you all about the brilliant um, soft play centre in Cardiff that I completely forgot. So, I don't know. Um, I need to tell you the fun fact today. And it is quite funny. It is quite a good one. So, it is... That we all know Toy Story. We've all seen Toy Story, haven't we? If you live in my house, we've seen it dozens of times. Um, and we know who Buzz Lightyear is, don't we? And what is Buzz Lightyear's um, phrase that he says? To infinity and beyond! <laughs> well... When they were coming up with the story of Toy Story, um, and the cat, all the characters' names, they were naming them. They um, got to Buzz, and they knew they wanted a name for Buzz. So they chose Luna Larry. Doesn't have quite the same ring to it, does it? Buzz Lightyear, Infinity and Beyond. Lunar Larry, Infinity and Beyond. <laughs> I'm glad they changed their minds and I'm glad they chose Buzz Lightyear because that just sounds much better, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, dear. So we could have had <clears throat> lots of um toys uh, named Lunar Larry. It doesn't, just doesn't sound the same, does it? doesn't have the same ring to it. Um, but there you go. That is the fun fact that I missed out yesterday. So I do apologise. Um, and um, and hopefully you will forgive me. Um, I wonder how many of you actually noticed. Hmm. Let me know if you noticed or not. <laughs> um, anyway, I have a happy birthday to say um so it is to um Zachary I've got in fact I've got two to say I've got one to Zachary who is turning 4 today and he is in Ireland Limerick is it yeah, Limerick in Ireland. So happy birthday, Zachary. And I do hope you have the best best day. And I've also got a happy birthday to a little boy who is turning three. It's so nice to know that little boys of three are listening to me. Um and he is called Maximilian. Wow, that's a long name, isn't it? So Maximilian, you are in um where are we? You're in London. So you're in the capital of England. Um and you are turning 3. So happy birthday Maximilian. <laughs> and um I hope you have the best day ever as well. So, wowzers, two birthdays on the same day. But that's not surprising um, because lots of people have birthdays on the same day. Tomorrow, I will give you a fun fact about birthdays, but not today. <laughs> anyway how are we all today are we all good yes um i went to a, a soft play yesterday as i said i was going to and we well i didn't but my children had a whale of a time there they went bananas just running riot so um that was quite nice because it tired them out for the rest of the day <laughs> And then they ran around the garden like lunatics as well, so we were all good. We were all good um What did you all do yesterday? Did you all have fun? Are you on holiday? Not from school, but are you actually away from home on holiday? um so whereabouts are you if you are? I would like messages with um telling me where you're on holiday whether you've gone abroad so whether you've gone to a different country um or whether you're still in the same country that you live in but you've gone to i don't know a relative's house to stay or um a caravan say um just yeah just let me know um because like i've said I am nosy. I like to know things. <laughs> so how about we read chapter 24 um, of The Folk of the Far Away Tree. Chapter 24 is called A Surprise for the Trolls. So there you go. Let's have a look. Um, where are we? Yep. So if you're settled comfortably, I will begin. Next morning, immediately after an early breakfast, the four children set off to the faraway tree. They felt sad when they got near it and saw how much more withered the leaves were. It looks almost dead already, said Joe miserably. I don't believe we can save it, even if we defeat the trolls today. They climbed up. Moonface and Silky were waiting for them in the curved room. With them in the room were some very peculiar-looking creatures, eleven goat-moth caterpillars. They were great big pinkish-coloured caterpillars with black heads. A broad band of chocolate brown ran down their long backs. They were really enormous, like long, fat snakes. Hello, said Moonface, beaming round. The caterpillars are nearly ready. I rubbed them with the growing magic last night, and they've grown steadily ever since. They're almost ready to go down the slippery slip now and start eating the wood away at the bottom to go right down into the roots of the tree. <clears throat> The caterpillars didn't say a word. They just looked at the children with big, solemn eyes and twitched their many legs. I think they're ready, said Moonface. Now, Joe, listen. The caterpillars are going to burrow away for us, right through the bottom part of the trunk of the tree, into the heart of its roots. They're going to crawl out and frighten the trolls, who will probably run away. Then our job is to rush after them and capture them. All the pixies are ready at the foot of the tree. They're going to climb in through the trap door as soon as the caterpillars have, have gone down into the roots. Whew, everyone listened to this long speech and thought the plan was excellent. Moonface gave a cushion to the biggest goat moth caterpillar, who curled himself up on it, then off it whizzed, down to the foot of the tree, followed by all the others, one after another. The children gave the caterpillars a little time to burrow and then followed them down the slippery slip. When they got to the trapdoor, they shot out and saw lots of pixies waiting there. Moonface climbed back in through the trapdoor and looked by the light of a lamp to see what had become of the caterpillars. <gasps> All he could see was a tunnel eaten out, going down and down into the roots. They're going fast, he said, looking out of the trapdoor. Out of sight already. My word, fancy being able to eat wood like that. Soon Moonface reported that he thought they might all follow down the way the caterpillars had made. Their strong jaws made easy work of the wood of the tree and they were now almost at the bottom among the roots. It was time to follow them and help to surprise the trolls. Moonface, Saucepan, Mr. What's-His-Name, the Angry Pixie, Joe and all the other pixies from the wood crept down the hole. Sometimes it was as steep as the slippery slip and they slid. It was dark but everyone was too excited to mind. Franny, Beth, Connie and a Silky waited impatiently by the trapdoor. The caterpillars came to the end of the enormous trunk and found themselves in a tangle of great rope-like roots going down and down. They crawled among them, with Moonface holding on to the tail end of the last one, so as not to lose the way. They came out into the very middle of the biggest cave. There was no one there, though the sound of distant hammering or digging could be heard. No trolls to be seen, whispered Moonface to the others. Shh, I can hear someone coming now. Moonface and the others slipped back into the tangle of roots, but the great snake-like caterpillars went crawling on. Just as they came to the entrance of the cave, two trolls came in, almost falling over the caterpillars. They gave a yell. Oh, snakes, run, run, snakes. They ran off, screaming. The caterpillars solemnly followed all 11 of them in a line. They met more trolls and every one of them ran away shrieking, for they were really afraid of snakes and they certainly thought these enormous caterpillars were some dreadful kind of snake. After them, cried Moonface, and waving a strong stick in the air, he led the way into the jewel caves. In one corner was a great pile of glittering jewels. The trolls had found a fortune down there. The trolls were shouting to one another, The caves are full of snakes! Hide! Hide! The robbers crowded into a cave, put a great stone at the entrance and pressed against it to prevent the caterpillars from entering. When Moonface came up, he lowered his big stick and grinned around at the others. Our work is easy. They've shut themselves in and we can easily make them prisoners. Who's there? called a troll, hearing Moonface's voice. ''The enemy,'' said Moonface. ''You are our prisoners. Come out now and we will keep off the snakes. ''If you don't give yourselves up, we will push away the stone and let the snakes in.'' Joe giggled. It was funny to think that anyone should be so afraid of caterpillars. The creatures were quite enjoying themselves, crawling around and about, getting in everyone's way. We'll come out, said the troll's leader after talking to his men. But keep off those snakes. Hold the caterpillars, you others, whispered Moonface. Now, all together, heave away the stone. The trolls came out, looking very scared. They were glad to see that the snakes were being held back by Joe and the others. The pixies at once surrounded them and bound their hands behind their backs. We'll keep them in prison till next week when the land of punishment comes back again, said the head pixie with a grin. Then we'll push them all up the ladder and see that they don't come down. They can move off with the land of punishment. It will do them good to live there for the rest of their lives. Moonface stayed down in the caves whilst the pixies found the key, unlocked the doors and marched out the frightened trolls. They were strange-looking folk with large heads, small bodies and large arms and legs. Let's have a look around and see what damage has been done to the tree, said Moonface. Just look! Look! See how they've chopped that root in half? Oh, and cut this one and spoiled that one. The poor tree. <clears throat> no wonder it began to wither and die. Well, what can we do for it, said Joe anxiously. Well, I've got some wonderful ointment, said Moonface. I'm going to rub the damaged roots with it. You can all help. We'll see if it does any good. It's very magic. I got it out of the land of medicines years ago and I've still got some left. I hope it's still got magic in it. Moonface took a little blue pot out of his pocket and removed the lid. It was full of strange green ointment. Better send up for the others and let them help too, said Joe. But just at that moment, the girls and Silky came rushing up, led by Waffles. The Pixies had told them all that had happened and they had come down in great delight. We're going to rub the damaged roots with magic ointment," said Moonface. And he held out the blue pot. Dip your fingers in it, everyone, and hurry up. We can't afford to waste a single moment now because the poor old tree is almost dead. The children and the others kept dipping their fingers into the pot of ointment, which, in a most magical way, never seemed to get an- empty. Then, with the green ointment on their fingers, everyone rushed about to find damaged roots. They rubbed the ointment well into the roots and came back for more. <clears throat> Well, said Moonface after two hours very hard work, shall we take a rest and go up to see if the tree is looking any better? Oh, I could do with some hot chocolate or something. Let's go and see if old Mrs. Saucepan has got some cakes and will make her something to drink. So they walked through the rabbit burrows and then climbed the tree to dame washalots. To their great disappointment, all the leaves were still curled up and withered, and the faraway tree looked just as dead as before. I suppose the magic ointment isn't any use now, said Silky sadly. Poor, poor tree. Moonface, will we have to leave it if it dies? Will it be chopped? Down Oh, don't talk about such horrid things, said Moonface. Suddenly, Joe gave a shout that made them all jump. Look, the leaves are uncurling. The tree is looking better. It really is. It was quite true. One by one, the withered leaves were straightening out, uncurling themselves, waving happily in the breeze once more (gasps) and then to everyone's delight the tree began to grow its fruits as usual. Large and juicy oranges appeared on all the nearby branches and shone in the golden sun. The children put out their hands and picked some. They had never tasted such lovely oranges in their life. There are some pineapples just above us and some raisins just below, said Connie in surprise. The tree is doing well, isn't it? I've never seen such a lovely lot of fruit before. The magic ointment has begun its work, said Silky happily. Now the faraway tree will be all right. Thank goodness we found out how to capture those horrid trolls and how to cure the poor old tree. Everyone in the tree rejoiced that day. The folk of the the enchanted wood came up and began to pick the fruit. Waffles the rabbit came, his eyes shining with pleasure to think he had helped save the tree. He was dressed in the red squirrel's old sweater and was very proud of it. He gave it to me as a reward, said Waffles proudly. Isn't it lovely? Yes, and you look really nice, said Silky. Come and have a drink, you funny little rabbit. (laughs) Well, um, I am so relieved and so happy that they managed to save the tree, aren't you? (gasps) Oh! What would have happened to them all? Where would they have been had to live? They wouldn't have had anywhere to live, would they? Oh, but they don't need to worry about that now. And fancy it growing oranges, pineapples and raisins. All on the same tree. How weird. <laughs> I've never seen a pineapple growing. Um, I think, think they grow on bushes. Not sure, but I don't think they grow in trees. But I could be wrong um, because I don't know everything. (laughs) Um, So, oh, dearie me, Um, that is today's story. And I think um, that tomorrow we have the last chapter in this book. But don't worry, there is um, another book after this. So we still can come and visit The Far Away Tree. Don't you worry about that. Um, But tomorrow we will have the last chapter in this this book. So, um, if you do have any books that you would like to request, then please feel free to ask and I will see what I can do. I am still looking for um, the... uh, can't know the witch's cat I think it's called um because I was asked for that one so we will um see if I can manage to find that one um and uh yeah so I'm still looking I promise <laughs> anyway um I will go I don't know what I'm doing today Probably just relaxing after yesterday. Um, So whatever you're doing, I hope you have a great day. And yeah, but make sure, of course, that you take care and stay safe. Because I want to see you all again tomorrow. Bye for now.